Hello, my beautiful angels of the land, my beans. Uh, Welcome to today's episode. It's all about assertiveness, being assertive. I did a call out like a little question box on my Instagram and I got people to answer where they struggled to be assertive and with who they struggled to be assertive with. So I'm going to go into all of that. Um, There's a lot to cover in this kind of with this topic because I'm going to show you what assertiveness is, what it's not. I'm going to go a little bit into communication styles, but I feel like that needs a whole podcast um, on itself. So I won't go too deep into that, but it does kind of give you an insight into your style of like if, if you are assertive or if you're not. And then I'm going to go into why it is so crucial that you are assertive and how that actually um, impacts your self-esteem and your self-love and all of that. So it's pretty cool and uh, it's actually, while initially it's hard, it's kind of easier to become assertive than a a lot of people think it is, okay? So let's kind of break down those barriers and get you being assertive as fuck and get you really improving that relationship with yourself. So before we get into that, as always, um, I'm going to give you a little bit of an update on my week. Uh, I think I told you guys last week that... I am moving out of my apartment. So I have, now it's a little, it's like a a week and two days until I move, but I have pretty much packed 90% of my shit into boxes. And this is, I'm too extremes. I am too extremes. I'm the kind of person that leaves either everything to the last minute. And I mean, this is when it comes to packing and organizing to go away and things like that. Everything to the last minute. Or I'm somebody that gets so jeed up and excited that I try and do as many tasks now. I even, you know, this all comes down to procrastination and everything. I was procrastinating the last few days because I was so excited about this move that I start packing shit that can easily be packed in a week's time. And now my floor is just an array of giant boxes that I bought from Bunnings um, filled with my shit and my wardrobe is scarce. So I'm going to have a very limited um, non-creative wardrobe for the next week and a half. Um, anyway, um, but the, yeah, okay, then on the flip side of that, when I was literally packing to move to France, I was shoving shit the night before into my suitcase and realising that I was about seven kilos over the weight limit and then having to cull shit in the moment. That's kind of the person that I am. It's, it's, when it comes to packing, it's, it's the two extremes. So anyway, after I finish recording this episode, I'm going to go and look at furniture, you know, all the fun things, all the fun things that one does when they move. Okay, let's get into the topic of today, which is assertiveness. So the first thing that I want to talk about within this topic is why do we struggle with being assertive? What are the main reasons that cause us to not be assertive in a situation? So it could number one is to avoid conflict. It's always this whole thing, short-term gain for long-term pain. All, all of us at some point in our life, I think, have kind of chosen to have short-term gain for long-term pain in any area of our life. And assertiveness or lack of assertiveness is one of those things. You're going to come up to, you're going to confront conflict. There could be a negative response to you being assertive and you just want to avoid that. Um, It's often, it can also be because you don't know what exactly you want and you feel bad saying, oh, look, I don't want that. I don't know what I want as an alternative, but I know it's not that. Like a lot of people feel uncomfortable saying that, so they kind of go quiet. Another one is a fear that you're not going to be loved or respected or liked if you are assertive. I think you feel that you're going to turn someone off. Um, And then I I think a lot of people also feel that they're being rude or offensive or they think that they're going to come across as someone that lacks respect. Uh, 
And I think this comes from a lot of people being brought up saying you can't talk back or argue with someone who is older than you or who is in a position of power or, you know, like a manager or whatever. And so you might be, you might genuinely think deep down that it is rude to be assertive and to say, I can't do that. I don't want to do that. I will not do that. Um, So that might be one of the reasons why you avoid being assertive because it goes against what you think is morally okay. And then of course, another way, another one is if you, a big one is if you've got a crush on someone and you think that by disagreeing or being assertive or, or standing your ground on something that that's instantly going to turn them off if you've blown your chances with that person. And then of course, a huge one is at work. People are struggle. That was one of the most popular ones. People struggling to be assertive at work, whether it's with their colleagues or whether it's with their superior. You know, they, they can't say, they struggle to say no when they're given too much work. They struggle to ask for more money or a raise. They struggle to tell their colleagues to pull their weight, that kind of stuff. We're going to go into all of that. And then lastly, there's a different one. There's one final example, but it's slightly different. And it's when you struggle to be assertive with a partner, someone that you're dating or married to or whatever, when you know that every time you stand up for yourself, there's a negative repercussion, like they get angry, they get abusive, they yell at you, whatever. That's just kind of goes into the whole topic of dealing with the narcissist and dealing with the toxic person. But a lot of what I do talk about here can give you a lot of tools that you can use, even if you are in that scenario where you have to deal with someone who's narcissistic and you'll understand quite quickly why that is. So the most important thing to think about with assertiveness is that it is key to communication. Assertiveness can be and should be in most cases gentle, kind, kind of easy, resistance-free and seamless. It's how the person reacts to what you're saying that then determines the mood for what's going to happen next, okay? But when you are assertive, there should be no aggression in your tone and assertiveness should always be with respect, always. If it's not with respect, then we're talking about aggression, So they're two completely separate things. Assertiveness is respectful and it's got more to do with you than it has to do with the person you're dealing with or maybe with the relationship but how it directly impacts you. Or it could be you standing up for someone that isn't able to stand up for themselves. That's another form of assertiveness. But it should always be measured and respectful, okay? Assertiveness is also crucial for good communication in a relationship, a romantic relationship or any relationship. It's necessary so people understand you. If you can't be assertive, then you're kind of doing that person, the the person on the other end, a disservice in the long run. If you're wanting a close relationship with that person, but you're not willing to be assertive because you don't want to kind of hurt their feelings in that moment or you feel that they're going to get upset or whatever it is, then you're actually hurting them in the long term because they are having to presume a lot of things. They don't really know what you want. And then they have, there's a big kind of opportunity here for you to be misread and for you to be frustrated, but then not want to talk about your frustration. And that's where a lot of communication breakdowns occur in relationships. It comes down to open, kind, gentle assertiveness. Okay. If you're not wanting a close relationship with someone, like let's say it's like your manager, it's still important that you're assertive because you're doing yourself a disservice by not being assertive as it makes it harder and harder for you to stand up for yourself and ask for what you want. People then think, your manager could then think, oh, 
they don't know what they want. So I have to guide them in the direction that I think they should be in. Or they don't really know how to ask for something, so I've just got to guess. Or they're not sure of themselves at work, so why am I going to give them more responsibility or a raise or a promotion? Why am I going to do these things if I get the impression that this person is not sure of themselves? And then you might see other people around you that skill-wise, they don't have more skills than you, but they're better at asking for what they want. Is it fair? No, but you've got to look at it from how a lot of people read people. And if someone's assertive saying, this is what I want, this is what I'm good at, give me more of these tasks, give me less of those tasks, give me the work I am capable then that manager is going to be like, this person fucking knows what's up. They're doing their job. I don't have to worry about them. I'm not guessing here. I'm, it's very clear. And they're the ones that are more likely to then be given more roles and more responsibilities because that person is capable of stating what they're good at, what they're not good at, and where they want to focus their attention on, okay? Now, assertiveness should never cancel itself out. So if someone's being assertive to you, that doesn't mean that you now instantly can't be assertive. They go hand in hand. You should be able to be assertive in every situation in your life. It is saying no when you want to say no without needing to give explanations if you don't want to give an explanation. It's saying that you don't like something respectfully, not like throwing shade on something, but saying that it's not for you, you don't want to do it. It's, it's comfortably disagreeing with someone and not pretending to agree in order to avoid conflict. It's stating how you're feeling in that moment. It's asking for clarification before giving an answer. That's assertiveness. If you're not sure, you don't have to say, oh, yeah, no, I don't know. Say, I need clarity around this. I need more information before I give you an answer. It's saying that you're not ready to reply or that you're not ready to do something or that you're not ready to make a decision and you're going to need more time and that is non-negotiable. I cannot give you an answer right now. You're going to have to give me time. Let's work on that time frame together. Let's figure out what an appropriate time frame is. Okay? It's standing up for yourself. It's standing up for others. If you're not used to being assertive, it can feel very awkward and uncomfortable, especially if you've never done it before or especially if you've never done it in a work setting or with your parents. If you're normally a passive person, then you probably can't fathom being assertive to somebody who is aggressive, whose communication style is aggressive, okay? An aggressive communication style is where they are manipulative or bullying and all of that. So if someone's behaving that way to you and you've normally been quite passive where you don't want any conflict whatsoever and you're really not clear on you know, your communication with that other person, then being assertive is just – you can't even imagine doing that. But aggression – does not need to be met with aggression to get your point across. I think a lot of people feel that way. Oh, I'm not like that. Say, I can't be aggressive. You don't have to be. You absolutely don't have to be. Assertiveness is you being the gatekeeper for you. You're not trying to get someone to change who they are. You're not trying to get someone to just do something that they normally wouldn't do. You're just saying, I will not do this. I will not put up with that. I don't want to do that. I need to be alone. I need some space. I'm going to take action on that. Notice how it's all, all to do with you. It's, if, it's like kind of the you do you. If you're going to be a psycho, be a psycho. If you're going to do all these things, be, be, be those things. But this is my boundary and I'm stating it and I'm making it very clear. Consistency also comes in really hand in hand with assertiveness. If you can be consistent on if every time you do that, this is the consequence and you're assertive about that, then people know the boundaries very, very quickly. This is huge when it comes to parenting as well. Sometimes um, parents might struggle with their child's behavior because 
there might not be consistency with the parenting, not even just between parents, but with the, an individual parent as well. What one day is fine, the next day they're yelling at their child for. What one day is like absolutely unfathomable, the next day they're like, yeah, sit in front of the TV for hours, I don't care. So this child has no kind of consistency. So you've got to always think about ideally, can there be some sort of like, kind of like a consequence. So let's look at parenting as an example. When I was young, it was my job to clean the bathroom and well, my sister and my, we would alternate to clean the bathroom that we both use, which was also the bathroom that guests would use, right? Like the main bathroom in the fucking house. We would have to clean that. And it was also our job to obviously keep our rooms fucking tidy and to make sure that the dog had water in her bowl, that um, all the basic shit, you know, that the dishwasher was empty. That was our ha- like our task for the house when we were teenagers. So then if I wanted to go out with my friends on the weekend, I would go up to, up to my mom and I'd say, hey, mom, can I go out tonight to this party, whatever? And she'd look at me and she'd say, I don't know. Can you? And I'd be like, one sec. And I'd run and I'd check that I'd done all that shit because it was an arrangement that we had. It was the, the agreement was if you pull your fucking weight and do your tasks, then you can have your freedoms. So I went, would check that I've done everything. If I hadn't, I'd quickly go and do it and I'd run up and I'm like, yes, I can. Everything's done. She'd be like, okay, then you can. So that is how, with parenting, I think, as one of the examples, is how you can um, set boundaries. The same goes for if you are a manager with employees. The same can go in reverse as well. You can do this with a manager above you. For example, if a manager is saying, hey, can you work overtime? You can say, look, let's say you are able to work overtime that day. You can say, look, I am able to work overtime this time. However, can we sort out a time that I can have a day off next week because I've now worked overtime X amount of times, you know? So in the moment, you can say it bang in the moment. Or if you don't feel comfortable saying it in the moment, after you work overtime that day, you go home, you write an email saying, just a heads up, I've worked overtime these last couple of days. Next week, I'm looking for some time off. When can we make that happen? Also calling someone out for not doing a task that is their responsibility to do is not aggressive. You're just here stating facts, okay? And if they want to turn it around to make it to make it seem like you're aggressive, the, you've got to keep your fucking cool. The more you keep your cool and the more the other person blows up, the more attention goes on the person that is blowing up. That's why I always say try your very best whenever possible to maintain your cool because unfortunately the, the, the spotlight will always be on the person that loses their cool. So even if you were in the right, you're the one that comes across as a psycho because you lost your call, even though you were in the right. So it will be to your advantage to be as calm as possible when talking about this stuff. If you calmly say to someone, hey, that's your job, it's not my job, so I'm not going to be doing that today. That's it. You don't have to say, can you? You're not asking. You're just saying, I'm not going to do it. It's not my job. And then they cause a scene then they're ultimately just embarrassing themselves, okay? They're, caught, they're drawing attention to themselves because they don't want to do a task that is theirs to do. Now, if you're someone that goes mute when you're yelled at um, or where you're given feedback at work, I had a few people say that they cannot, like when they're given feedback by their manager or their co-workers, even if they have something to say, they go dead silent. They feel so uncomfortable standing up for themselves or if they're actually getting yelled at. Don't just nod and agree and be silent. If you're really uncomfortable standing up for yourself in that moment, you don't have to, but just don't agree. You can say, for example, you could say, I'm going to take some time to think about this and get back to you. And if someone's yelling at you, then you can say, I'm going to step away from this situation so I can group my thoughts. I'll call you later. If it's at work, then you can say, thank you for your feedback. 
I'm going to take some time to think over it and I'm going to email you if I have any questions regarding this. If you confirm a paper trail, that's going to make some people back the fuck off if they're being inappropriate or aggressive or bullies. If you're in a work situation and you feel really uncomfortable and you think that they're overstepping the line being, you know, bullying you or being aggressive, you always revert back to, I will confirm this in an email. They're going to calm the fuck down because the moment it's in an email, there is proof of it. It can be traced. So don't try and like agree something in person. Just say, let's do this in writing. I'll get back to you in writing. Okay. And watch that person calm the fuck down and pull their head in. Now, never confuse assertiveness with dominance. You don't want to dominate the conversation. You don't want to dominate another person. That imposition is unnecessary, actually. You don't want to intimidate. The aim of being assertive is not to get someone to do what you want by making them feel scared, uncomfortable, insecure, small. That's not what assertiveness is. Assertiveness is simply communicating across where you are at, how you feel, and if you want to or don't want to do something. That's assertiveness, okay? And of course, standing up for someone else. It's got nothing to do with making the other person feel a certain way or manipulating them in any way. It's got everything to do with you, how you hold yourself and how clear your message is about what you want or need. A lot of people mistake aggression or an aggressive style of communication as being assertive. They are not the same thing. Yelling at someone, intimidating someone, bullying someone, playing the victim to guilt someone into doing something for you is not being assertive. If it's using extreme measures through this kind of emotional manipulation to get what you want. Assertiveness is the opposite. There's zero manipulation. So if someone is bullying you, don't refer to them as assertive. Refer to them as aggressive, okay? Now ask yourself, separate to all of that, is the reason that I can't be assertive here because I know the outcome will be bad? If voicing your opinion about something to do with you has negative repercussions, then you might be dealing with a toxic person or a narcissist, okay? You should not only be assertive when you feel that the outcome is good, you should be assertive at all times, okay? It should never be short-term outcome-based because you kind of not stating what you want or how you feel in the moment is only going to give you, like it's only going to pacify that moment and it's going to be avoidance of discomfort. You get that small win that you didn't feel uncomfortable. But then the repercussions from that are awful because either, you know, you, you basically are misunderstood. No matter who it is that you're dealing with, you are ultimately misunderstood. People don't read you properly and then there's a lot of negative repercussions in that relationship to come from that. If someone's not willing to meet you in the middle or even discuss it openly with you, then the issue is not that you were assertive. That wasn't the problem if it causes, you know, tension. The issue is that you're dealing with someone who's probably some sort of an emotional manipulator or a bully. If they're not even willing to have the conversation, you're not always going to get what you want by being assertive, but you do make it clear where you stand, which is important. That is communication. You don't have to have a win every time you're assertive, but there is always going to be a win in the sense that at least they now know where you stand on this. At least they know your opinion. At least they know what you want or what you don't want. And that is where consistency in a relationship comes from. So don't think, oh, I was assertive this time and it backfired. I didn't get what I wanted, so that just didn't work. That's, that's not the aim. The aim of being assertive is not to have a win every time. It's to, it's to express yourself. 
And this all comes down to that concept of teach people how to treat you. I have a whole podcast on that. It's episode 46, teach people how to treat you. Um, And that's, it's all about setting boundaries and being clear about these boundaries so that that other person can learn from these boundaries and respect them. Now, I'm going to go into why everyone needs to be assertive and then I'm going to give you actual step-by-step things that you can do to be more assertive. Okay, so why does everyone need to be assertive? Number one, self-respect. That is one of the best ways to increase and expand on your self-love and your self-respect and your self-esteem. Okay, you might look at somebody and think, oh my God, the reason that they're so assertive is because they're confident. It's because they're, you know, and you start mentioning all these great things about that person. But maybe they're confident because they started being a bit more assertive, okay? That is one of the fastest ways to start loving yourself more and for your self-esteem to go up. When you are clear and when you set boundaries and when you teach people how to treat you. If you don't teach people how to treat you, they're going to treat you how they see fit. And a lot of the times that's not going to align with what you want. Some people are going to be great and some people are going to be assholes. And the people that are assholes need to be kept at bay. The second reason why you should be assertive is that you're going to get clarity about yourself and your own life. You're going to learn more about yourself because you're more in tune with what you want. You're more in tune with what you need. You're not constantly trying to respond or act in a way that's going to please others. You start getting very clear on where you want your life to go. You start getting clear on who you want to be in your inner circle. If you're constantly doing things to please other people in the moment, then you're rarely doing things to please yourself in the long term, okay? So really pay attention to that and start being more assertive to understand yourself better. Number three, it's going to improve your relationships because assertiveness is the key to communication, the key. If you are with someone who is assertive, and like I said, assertive is always with respect. If you're with someone who's assertive, that is brilliant. You want to match that energy and come to the table with your own assertiveness. That is how you understand each other. That's how you can sit down and discuss the difficult topics because you're able to be honest. You're able to say, you know what? I know I haven't said this in the past, but I hate it when you do that. Can we discuss it? Can we, can we meet in the middle here? Or I just don't want to go out as often as you do. I don't mind you going out, but I, that's just... I'm done. I don't want to do it. I need me time. I need alone time. You need to discuss this shit. You can't always try to be pleasing each other because they eventually you, you break the communication and there's two people thinking, but what did we do wrong? We always tried to make the other person happy. But were you clear in your communication? Okay, now let's go into how to be assertive. I've got a bunch of different things. Some are examples. Some are just like overarching themes. Number one, change questions into statements. So for things that you absolutely don't want to budge on, don't make it a question. If, if you are like, I am fucking sure of this, then don't put the answer in the other person's hands. For example, don't say, would you mind it very much if I didn't go to that party with you? Because they could turn around and say, yeah, I would mind it very much. I need you to be there. I need you to come to this party. Blah, 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 blah. If, especially, and what if you just fucking don't want to go? Now you're like, fuck fuck, now what do I say? And especially if you're not used to being assertive, you end up being like, okay, fine, I'll go to the party with you. Instead, you say, I've decided I'm not going to go to the party. I thought I'd tell you now so you've got time to invite someone else. Simple, basic and simple. And if they ask you why, then it's up to you if you want to give an explanation or not. But sometimes the best explanation is, it's just not something I want to do. 
Because if you say, oh, I'd love to, it's just that I'm really busy. Because the moment you say, I'd love to, when in reality you fucking would not love to, then that person is going to insist because they're not trying, they're probably, a lot of the time, people aren't trying to be bullies or they're not trying to be aggressive or manipulate you. But the way you've worded something makes someone believe something totally different to what the reality is. If you say, I'd love to go to that party, but I'm really busy, then they'll be like, well, why don't you just come for an hour? You'll be able to see everyone. They're trying to facilitate it for you. They're probably trying to be like, come, 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 it'll be nice. I know you want to be there. You'd love to be there. They're thinking that if you don't go, you're missing out. So you have to be honest. You say, I just do not want to go out tonight. I really want a night to myself and I'm really looking forward to having a night to myself. If you make it clear that you're looking forward to the alternative, then there's not much that they can say. They'll be like, oh, okay, well, that sucks. But now I now know that you would rather do something else than come to here, so I'm probably not going to insist. Another example would be at the end of an email, don't write, does that make sense? That, that kind of makes it sound like you're doubting your ability to explain something or you're doubting your ability to ask for something with clarity. If it's with someone at work who normally dominates you, it opens them up. It opens up the situation for them to undermine you. If you say, does that make sense? Instead, write, call me if you need further clarification or I'm happy to discuss this further with you. It shows I'm willing to talk about this. I have no issues talking about this. I'm not afraid. I'm not scared. Let's talk, okay? But if you say, does that make sense? I'm so sorry that whatever, is that okay? Then they're going to be like, no, it doesn't make sense. It's not okay. I don't want to budge on this, okay? You've got to show, bang, I know what I'm talking about and this is where it's at. If you're someone that's terrified to ask for time off, you can say, I will be needing to take time off on these dates. Let me know what steps I need to take to definitely make this happen. So it's I will, I need, let me know. It's not can I, is it okay if, especially if you're with a manager that doesn't normally budge, sometimes you just have to be a a lot more assertive. I've had to do that in the past when I was a fitness instructor. Sometimes it would be really hard to take time off because – Sometimes the managers would be like, no, you can't take time off. You can't this, you can't that. But legally, I was a contractor. And legally, I didn't get paid holiday, sick pay, none of that bullshit. So at the end of the day, I can take time off if I want. And I know that I work my ass off in my job. So if you want to replace me, good luck, you know, go ahead. But I know I work my fucking ass off for you. I take covers left, right and centre. I've saved you out of many emergencies many times. So if you're going to say no when I need something, then the way I look at it is this is probably my opportunity to leave because every situation has to be, you know, two-sided. You know, if I'm going to help you out here and go above and beyond my normal work tasks, then you also have to help me out in other areas. This is not one-sided. I'm not a martyr here. I'm paid to do a job, but I have a life and that life is more important than this fucking job. You know, there's nothing worse than dealing with a manager who expects you to be as passionate about their business as they are. That's fucking, or, or a business owner. That's bullshit and unrealistic. So if you know that you work hard for them, that you pull your fucking weight and that you're good at your job, then it's going to be pretty, it should be pretty easy and straightforward to then walk in there and say, I need this, let's make it happen. Okay, don't be asking, don't be begging, just state it. End of story, it's happening. Okay, if you know that you don't pull your weight at work, that you're slack, that you're always late, that you're always fucking around, then you just need to clean up your act a little bit. And then become assertive, you know. It's, it's kind of hard to be assertive if you're being a hypocrite. Step two, 
State your limits. Don't aim to please in the moment. If you don't have the capacity to do something, don't do it. This is huge with family and it's huge in a work scenario. If your boss or your manager is asking you to do more work, and I got this is one of the main answers that I got um, with the DMs and Instagram answering that question. Managers asking you to do more and more and more work and people not knowing how to say no. So if this is a situation, don't say yes. It's not a reflection on if you can and cannot do it. It's either a reflection of poor management and poor job delegating or it's a breakdown in communication where they think that you can take something on when in reality you can't, okay? So you say instead, I don't have the capacity to take that on in addition to what I'm doing. I'm capable of doing that task, but I'm going to need support in my other tasks to lighten the load if you want me to do it, okay? That then shows I know what I'm doing. I'm capable. I'm fucking good at my job, but don't expect me to do everything I'm doing plus that for the same pay because in that case, I'm not going to take on that extra job. And that way, your boss can't interpret it any other way. They can't, they can't interpret it as you don't have the skills or you're unsure or you're scared to take more responsibility. You've been clear with them. If they can't respond positively to that, then communication is not an issue. The issue is that they are a bad manager and then you can decide what to do with that information later. Now, if you've got, if let's say that everyone thinks that you love going out, but in reality, you absolutely hate going out. So you're always making excuses of why you don't want to go out to bars or clubs. That That's so exhausting for you. And sometimes you've just managed to lie about it for so long or omit the truth for so long that people might still think that you like it. Okay. So this is where you've just got to really be clear and say, that is not my scene, but I'd love to meet up with you beforehand or after if you want, you know, but just say it's not my scene. It's not my thing. If you say, like I said before, if you say, I'd love to, but I can't, then they're going to think that you would have loved to. Remember, don't aim to please in the moment. It's going to be hurtful or detrimental to you. Number three, always remind yourself, bring it back to what is it that you want or need or what do you need to express in this moment? Okay. Or if someone's talking to you, what do you need to, where do you need to draw the boundary? So that kind of helps you figure it out because say you're having a conflicting argument with someone, you don't have to get them to agree in order to be assertive. You don't have to end up doing the same thing in order to be assertive. All you have to do, always bring it back to you, okay? Always bring it back to you. It's not about manipulating. It's not about getting someone to do something. Just say, I am not willing to do that. If you want to do that, ultimately, I'm not going to stop you, but I draw the line here for me or I'm tired. I'm not going to do that or... Sometimes it's like, I just need to get my point across. Like say your partner's like, I really want to go here for dinner. And you're like, well, I actually really want to go here for dinner. At least you're stating your case. And maybe neither of you get to have what you want, but maybe you can find an alternative that both of you are happy with. Instead of being like, okay, fine. And the one night that you get to go out that night, you're at a place where you never even wanted to go. And then you're just like a little bit annoyed at yourself and at them and at the place and you're not having a good time instead of just voicing how you feel. Number four, reciprocate. Do you respect when people around you are setting boundaries and are clear about what they want and what they don't want? Or do you have an aggressive style of communicating where you might make them feel guilty or lazy or slack for not doing something or like a bad partner for not going with you to events? Always pay attention to your own actions and always make sure that you reciprocate. If you want your boundaries to be respected, you must respect other people's boundaries, okay? That's going to really help you and help your case when you then start trying to be assertive in your relationship, for example. Because let's say that all of a sudden you're like, I want to be assertive and your partner's like, wait a minute, but you always make me feel like shit every time I want to stay at home and now you're trying to set a boundary here. 
that's not really fair and they kind of do have a leg to stand on. In other words, saying like, don't you start manipulating me and make me feel bad for not coming out. And then you then draw a boundary saying, do not make me come out. It's not, you know, you've got, it's got to go both ways. It has to. Number five, never go in with with an idea of what the outcome is going to be. The, the, your, your idea is I need to get my point across, not they're going to take it so well. I'm going to get everything that I want out of this conversation. I'm going to end up doing what I want tonight, your aim, or they're going to feel great, they're going to be so nice about it. No, your aim is I need to communicate how I'm feeling. I have to keep communication open. I have to be honest. That is your aim every time you enter a moment where you need to be assertive. If you've got a toxic family and you need to be seeing them less, the outcome's not going to be good in the moment, but long-term it is because people are going to start to see a pattern and then they're going to get bored trying to go against the grain. They're going to be like, well, They've been clear about what they want. I've seen a pattern. They're consistent. Let's just give up trying to manipulate them or trying to get them to do this one thing again and again. The more you're willing to put up with discomfort in the short term, the the easier your life is going to be in the long term. Okay. And when you enter a relationship, I don't care how big your crush is on this person. I don't care what what you're feeling. When you enter a relationship, the ideally you want to nip it in the bud and start being assertive from the beginning. You have to share and communicate so openly about what you like, what you don't like, what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do, what is your scene and what is not your scene from the beginning. Because then they start getting really clear that they're not able to manipulate you. They're not able to twist your arm to do something. If you don't want to do something, you don't have to do it, okay? They can plead their case and then you might be like, fair enough, okay, I'll come because, you know, whatever. But they know that ultimately your arm is not going to be twisted if you don't want it to be twisted. In addition to that, in relationships, most of the time, things are not going to be cut and dry or black and white, okay? You need to know that your partner is willing to take some responsibility and come to the table, but it doesn't mean that you're going to get what you want every time or vice versa. You could approach them and say, I have a problem every time you do X, it doesn't make me feel good and it directly affects me in this way. Are you willing to do something about it? Are you willing to work on this together? Okay. If they are, if they care about the relationship and they care about you, they will at the very least be willing to talk about it and to explain their side of the story as to why they do it. So you might not get what you want in the moment or even ever, but at the very least you start to open that communication and share why you feel the way you do and what you wish could be done differently. If it's a deal breaker for you, then at least you've communicated that across and that's ultimately what's going to break the deal and end the relationship. But that that initial piece of communication is crucial in a relationship because they might not stop doing it, but they might find ways to kind of do less of it or to kind of factor you in when they take action on something, okay? As long as you've put your point across, that was the, that's the point of being assertive, to communicate better. You don't have to always get what you want in order for it to be a win. And number six, the last one is practice makes perfect. You don't have to go all guns blazing and be assertive with every single person. That might give you an anxiety attack, okay? So you start by practicing. And I think one of the best ways to begin is by putting things in writing, okay? That is one of the best ways because you can really – You can really think about how you want something to be said. You can read over it to ensure that it came across in a respectful way without trying to stir anything, without being, you know, manipulating, whatever. And when the other person reads it, they also have time before they respond. So writing 
emails, text messages. That's one of the best ways to be assertive with how you're feeling. Then you can start to um, be assertive in person with people that you know are understanding. So if you've got friends that are like quite chilled and understanding, they're the people to start with, certain family members, all of that. And then you can start expanding, 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 and then you can be assertive to the people that kind of – you avoid the most or that give you the most anxiety, okay? So it is, it's like a sliding scale. You don't have to be assertive with everyone from day one and that's it. You, you practice incremental assertiveness and it gets easier and easier and easier to do it until it becomes so second nature that you could never be in a situation where you don't at least state how you're feeling. Guys, always remember that assertiveness is respectful. You never lack respect when being assertive. Never, okay? Assertive communication is a way of solving a problem. Your aim is to solve a problem, whether it's for you or whether it's for the relationship or whether it's for the task that's at hand, okay? So you think, I'm here to solve this problem long term. It might cause unpleasantness right now, but it's going to be beneficial in the long term, okay? It's got nothing to do with being aggressive and don't think that bullies in your life or people that are, you know, manipulative are assertive because they're not. They are aggressive. They're two completely different things, okay? So don't blend the two together and think that you need to take on aggressive traits in order to get what you want. Absolutely, you do do not have to do that. Guys, I hope that that was helpful today. I hope that you can take some of those things and – weave them into your life. Start with the small, you know, text messages and emails. Start with just talking about how you feel and use all the tips that I said, you know, if possible, make something a statement and not a question. Don't be always asking for reassurance when you've said something. You just say it, share how you feel, always with respect and hopefully that can help you with your self-esteem and your self-love and your self-respect. Guys, I love you all so much. Thanks for tuning in as always. Thanks for sharing everything. Also with the card games, they are currently um, being shipped to me. So they should be here in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. And I will let you know when they are available again to order. So I sold out of all the other ones. It was received um, so well. So thank you so much to everyone that bought the card games. Uh, I feel like I need to do an episode just based around the card game. So I'll get, maybe I'll do one with Liv and we'll go over that and answer some deep and intense questions for you all. It'll be juicy. Um, that is all for today. Thank you so much, my beautiful beans of the world. And I will speak to you later this week. As always, remember, be kind to yourself, be kind to your brains. Don't take shit from anyone and especially don't take shit from yourself. Danke.